So, I mean, depending on the type of temperament, this will make me want to move there even more. That's exactly it. We moving in, stay mad. Yeah. And I left the apple pie at your front door. That's exactly (laughs) it. And I'm coming in every holiday. I'm bringing every cousin I don't know. The ones I do know to turn up. If we turn it abusive up, yeah. we have a call the police on us. Right, right. <laughs> I ain't done nothing wrong. Let's talk about what you got going on. I promise you. Ryan gonna call the police on us. You gotta talk to me, alright? Can't do it like this. But why you call the police? What else can he do? I'm dead. DP. Welcome to. Building bridges with black men. We're back for another one. Unfortunately, we <laughs> wish that things could be different. We do, we do. And we didn't have to keep promoting this idea of before you call the police, what else could be done, but we have to because uh, people are calling the police and things good, things good are not happening and things bad are happening. And we're trying to say... Uh, Think twice before doing that. So we got this article here on neighbor calls police, calls the cops on a black couple walking through their own brand new house. Wow. So this is a, a black couple has their own house walking through it. And to be clear, it was it was under construction, um, but they were walking through it, surveying, seeing what's going on. And the neighbor calls the police on them. And it goes, and it escalates Quickly, it's it's not like a visitation. <laughs> this is like, you know, almost like they were look like they were like they were robbing the place. That's the kind of reaction they got. Right, right. Uh, but yeah, we can go ahead and start with this one. Uh, this is out of the dis the distratify, distratify. I said, is it distractify? Distractify. Yeah, one of uh, them two article here. So it says uh, the latest post on Reddit's. Uh, TIFU subreddit proves once again that outward racism is alive and well in the United States. A guy's name is OP. OP explains that he and his wife are black and just brought their first house, which is a momentous occasion and should be a joyous one as well. Uh, they bought an upper middle class home in the eastern Tennessee area. The house is still under construction, but they decided to drive over and walk through the house to check it out. While we, were talk, while we were talking through, Opie writes, I noticed the neighbor across the street keep peeking out his window at us. Mm. <laughs> they, they waved and smiled at the neighbor, but the guy aggressively ignored them and shut his blinds. Lord. Wow. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to well, agree. Welcome to the neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. Welcome. <laughs> you know who's not getting a pie at your door. <laughs> then as we were about to leave, the neighbor came running out and started yelling at them to stop. I asked him if there was a problem, OP writes. He said, yes. I don't know why y'all in our neighborhood, but we don't take kind of thieves and criminals. Oh, my goodness. Wow. The police are on their way. The outright racism is potent, but OP kept his cool in the face of wild prejudice and explained to the neighbor that they just bought the house and that they were looking around, their own house. The neighbor responded that people like us couldn't afford houses here and that we could save our lives for the police. <laughs> oh my good people like us. Yeah. You people. <laughs> Save your lies. Yeah. <laughs> Got lies stored up. Save that oh one. Oh my goodness. So holy hell, it it doesn't get much more racist than that, folks. We often talk about all the subtle, insidious ways that the country means entrenched in racism, the policies designed to hurt black people, the structures in place that leave black po- populations out of the possibility of achieving success. But sometimes racism isn't subtle. 
Sometimes it's as so obvious and confident that it slaps you across the face. For some, it's hard to believe that people like this neighbor actually still exist. People who call black people thieves and criminals and don't believe that a black person could possibly afford a nice house. Mm. But black people know these people still exist because they have to face them every day. Yeah. This neighbor didn't back down or apologize when he was told it was her house. He accused them of lying. So here's what happens. The police show up shortly after exchange and Opie and his wife are immediately handcuffed and detained, quote, while he was free to run around and explain that I don't belong there. <laughs> so they get handcuffed immediately, and this neighbor <laughs> is just running around telling his side of the story. The police even wouldn't let Opie and his wife explain themselves before handcuffing them for a wrongful complaint. What in the world? My goodness, man. So they just show, they just show up, hand, handcuffed them. Right. And no explanation or nothing. Just nothing. We heard a call about uh, some uh, suspicious black people walking through a house, and of course you can't afford this place, so we know you're here th- trying to uh, steal something. Yeah, and you're a liar. <laughs> <laughs> you saved your lives for the police. Yeah. So the couples only let go ten minutes later when the builder showed up and explained the situation. Listen to that again. The couples only let go ten minutes later when the builders showed up and explained the situation. Only then did the cops let Opie and his wife go about their day. This is a couple walking around their first house. They own it. Mm. They should be able to do that without being harassed or being handcuffed. When they were finally let go and went to leave, Opie's neighbor flicked him off and yelled (laughs) the F word Wow! as they drove away. So long story short, He's got a racist neighbor. Mm. He's got a racist neighbor. This racist isn't going to magically stop being racist. Oh, we said that they got the neighbor's number and plan on calling and going over with cookies <laughs> <laughs> to try and smooth things over. With some special ingredients. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's absolutely absurd that they feel like they have to be the ones to appease this disgusting racist instead of expecting him to apologize and grow with their feet for eternity. Mm. It, it, it's just, it's just sad. I mean, you work hard again to obtain things. And this situation was a brand new house being built. Sounds like it's supposed to be in a real fluent neighborhood. And you get greeted with somebody looking out the window and all of a sudden come yelling, running out when you plan to leave. <laughs> what are you doing here? We don't want your type here. The cops are coming. Yeah. Yeah, all that assumption right from the from the get go that you are not supposed to be here, and because of that, now I'm going to use the police as a weapon to remove you from a place you're not supposed to be because mm-hmm. I assume you're not supposed to be here. Right. And I'm assuming that you know they said when the what the builder came was yeah. he probably the general contractor. Uh, I'm assuming he's probably his white and probably showed up and said. Uh, yeah, he's. Um, I'll vouch for him. Yeah, I'll vouch for him. He's good. He's a. He's a. He's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> Again, another savior comes along yeah. and has to save the day. What if it? What if the builder didn't show up? Yeah. They, what if a builder really didn't show up and says, "I, I, uh, hey, I, I don't know. I mean, we've been so we've been closing on houses. People showing up. I wasn't here on closing day for this couple. Yeah. I don't know how the process works. I haven't bought a brand new house before, but just the mere fact of like. I just want to come look at my house that's being built. Yeah. 
I mean, uh, you own the property. I mean, it's, you should just be able to just show up. I mean, it's right. your house. Right. So, I mean, it's not, I mean, he had every right. They had every right to be there. It's their house. It's being built. It's, you know, and I'm and I'm wondering why, too, that this is like the first time, is it like this the first time they noticed that they were owners of the house? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they probably saw like maybe the workers out there mm-hmm, and the contractor, mm-hmm. and they might have been out there, but they may have said, oh, okay, I see the contractor. And I see this, uh, this, these two uh, black people here. They must be workers. But they, if they ever were out there, that's probably what they thought. Right. They probably didn't assume that they were actually the owners. And now when they come out there by themselves, maybe I guess for the first time, oh, these must have been, they must be out here trying to steal something. Call the police immediately. The police immediately show up, arrest them, put, handcuff them. And... Like I said, if they if the builder didn't come out there, they probably would have got booked. Yeah, and think about it. If you've ever, I've I've gone to some lots that are being built. So unless you go in there, what you going there to steal? I mean, yeah. what you? I mean, what are you? You going to steal some some sheetrock? Yeah, some sheetrock, <laughs> some countertop. I mean, I, it's just it's it's not making any sense. Yeah. And again, it's. Always having to prove yourself. Yeah. I own it. Um, and we don't know what context he had to prove prove, prove to this, the owner prior to the builder coming out. But what do I got to show you? I mean, yeah. I don't know people randomly just going through new developments, stopping by saying, I, I, I own lot number 41, unless they really own lot 41. Like, I own yeah. it. I'm here. I don't, I'm, don't drive around just to be doing this. I own this lot. So it's... I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know where it comes from. A place of feeling like you need to protect. You know. Well, I do. You know, if you know, we talk about the the. I forgot what the term is, but you know, we know about gentrification is where you have mm-hmm. middle class, usually young whites, moving into historically black areas. But there's a isn't there a term for when blacks, affluent blacks, or upper middle class blacks start moving into white areas. I know there's a term for it. It might be. But whatever that called is. Called the police term. That's what it's called. <laughs> That's what it's called because this is what's happening. We call them they, the police. They moving in. They coming in. <laughs> yeah. You get your homeowner's packet and you also get a welcome to the neighborhood <laughs> called the police packet. You know, this, was, this is what you're going to get. Mm, so, what, so if they were moving in, and so he said, you know, he said the idea of that this couple, um, y'all kind can't, Live don't live right. here, so it must we assume it's affluent, mm-hmm. and so the couple must make some good money to mm-hmm. be able to afford this. Yeah, and so they're uh, bringing some color to the neighborhood, right? And maybe this this neighbor is reacting, saying, "Well, you know, he clearly is racist." Yeah, saying, "Well, you know, we don't need this. If one of them show up, they go. Then it's gonna be a, another one. Then it's gonna be a Hispanic, and then it's gonna be an Arab." After you know, you know, it's going to be too diverse for me. That's it. And the cookout's going to be longer than four or five <laughs> hours. Fourth of July parties. It's like, I don't need it. Yeah. And so it's, it's, it's a response to that. Yeah. And uh, clearly that's, we don't, clearly that's wrong. Mm-hmm. Because in America, you, if you got the money and you got the, and you, you got the content of your character. Yes. Then you have the right to live wherever you want to. And as long as you're a good neighbor. Yep. He didn't even get a chance to. Didn't even get an opportunity. Wasn't even afforded the opportunity before a conclusion was made about mm-hmm. him and his wife. I recently saw something on a post about Dick Gregory and he was being interviewed and it was probably 
probably looked like it might have been the 60s and 70s, and asked Dick Gregory, what do you want? He goes, I want the same thing you want, mm. to be left alone. Mm. I just want to be able to live and be left alone. Wow. And in context, that's what we want. We just want the same things you want, to be able to live in a nice neighborhood, to be left alone, yeah. to raise our children just like you want to raise your children, to have freedoms and have safety just like you. That's the same things we want. So for us not to be able to have that and always having the police called on us, imagine being in that place. Put yourself in a black person's shoes, a black man's shoes. Imagine being in that place, in that space, what it would feel like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like I said, because they used that again back with uh, Tulsa and uh, with the Board of Education and mm-hmm. a couple other cases, I think, too. Mm-hmm. They've used the reverse idea to yeah. say, um, what if this was, what if the couple that we're talking about was a white couple mm-hmm. and they were in, I don't know, uh, an Arab neighborhood yeah. or a, you know, just some other ethnicity. Uh-huh. And they show up and immediately they say, you know, you're here stealing something. Yeah. And it'll say, but no, we're not. We're just here at our house. No, we know you're lying. We know you can't afford to live here. Exactly. No, we live. This is our house. Right. We're calling the police. Mm-hmm. And they say the police show up and immediately arrest the white couple. Yeah. And wait to for to hear someone else, another person, show up to to vouch for them. Yeah. That would that very rarely would even happen in America. No. <laughs> not at all. Not at the all. The assumption would be if they showed up. Uh, if they were there walking around that they either owned it or mm-hmm. were a contractor mm-hmm. or owned the company that, that bought it or something. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I know, if, like, for example, with me, when my neighbor, uh, uh, when the house beside me got purchased, mm-hmm. I saw uh, uh, two white guys show up who I'd never seen before. It wasn't my neighbor. It wasn't the person who sold it. It was just two white guys showed up and um, opened the door, walked in, was walking around, and I never seen him before. Yeah. But my in my mind, you know, you know, thank God I, I got you know, I don't have much, much racism in me. Yeah. <laughs> in my mind, I'm thinking, you know, these must be either potential buyers. Maybe right. one of them might be an agent because the place was for sale. I didn't see a badge or nothing like that, but maybe one was an agent showing the other. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Maybe they bought it and they were trying to see what they want to do to it. Maybe they were contractors right. and uh, right. were trying to plan what the but all my my thought wasn't immediately. I see two white guys at this house that my neighbor's gone is empty for like it was empty for a couple of months. I may immediately think they're going in there to break in and steal something. Right, right. It wasn't my first thought. No. Uh, but so why is me treating them equally? This couple wasn't treated that way. Yeah, I, it, <laughs> and it goes back to why we do this whole why we do this in the first place. Even though so be, before you call the police, what else can be done? Even before that. It's a threat. There's a threat. Yeah. We're looked at as a threat. So yeah. In order to eliminate threat, and you don't want to initially go to your firearm, you're going to call law enforcement. Yeah. Because I need for you to eliminate the threat. I for need for me. Come yeah. For me. You got the legal right to shoot them. Yeah. With me, I got to explain it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's so funny. It's like the builder had to show up. How many times does someone have to show up to either let us go free or to fix a situation? How about let me call... Let me call my mom and dad to let to let you know that I own this place. Would that work? Would somebody mm-hmm. vouch for me? Like he owns this house? So no, it's always got to be somebody more likely not that looks like you, law enforcement to yeah. say, or you know, looks like you, neighbor that says, okay, yeah, they own this house. So it's a it's it's a reoccurring sort of feeling that we have to always deal with yeah. um, in explaining ourselves, and we're tired of doing that. 
You know, we're tired of explain, doing it. As I said a couple of minutes ago, we just want the same things you want, to be left alone. Yeah. We just want to be left alone and live our lives. But. Yeah, and one, another thing, too, with this is that we, we, I think most people can look, most objective people can look at this and say, okay, this guy was clearly racist. Yes. He clearly looked at this couple and said, immediately you know, making prejudiced judgments about them, uh, about how much money they made, about if they even are supposed to be there. So, but for the average listener, is probably saying, well, you know, I would never do that. You right, know, I'm, I'm right. not that racist. If I, you know, if I was, you know, the average listener, if they were, uh, would may say, well, if I saw a black couple, I might not immediately say, let me call the police or might immediately not say that they can't afford to live there. Uh-huh. Uh, but we do have some subtle things we may do. Right. That So, you know, if let's say we are, um, I mean, even for like, for, let's say us, you know, mm-hmm. if, if we're in our neighborhood and let's say we see a, a young black boy with a hoodie in the middle of the night um, in an abandoned house, you know, what are we going to immediately think? Yeah. And is that going to be different from we saw a young white boy with yes. a hoodie walking around an abandoned house? Right. And right. that's the question we got to ask ourselves. Would we actually treat one different than mm-hmm, the other mm-hmm. um, in that situation? Yeah. Uh, you know, that's kind of extreme. You know, nighttime, uh-huh, hoodie, uh-huh. back of my house, abandoned house. But still, we had to question ourselves to say, we may not go to the extreme, but this guy did. Right. But do we still have some of that in us? Because that is still a danger. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. That's a great point. That's a great point. I think at times I may have said, you know, you 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 intercede where you may see a situation. Hey, my guy, what's going on? Because you look how the outcome could turn out if it wasn't you and I stepping in to a situation that somebody looks like us. Because we know if it's not us, somebody's going to call and and take it to a whole nother level, which could turn the situation um, a lot worse than it really needs to be. Like, hey, man, get out that abandoned house. Well, they may say, I see a kid in the house. He looked like he had something in his pocket. They're going to come with their hands, hands on the side of their holster, ready to do something that may not have to go that far. But you're right. Contextually, it's 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 one of those situations where you know you would hope that you would do the right thing if you're in that situation. Yeah, yeah. I think um, uh, you know, as far as you know, say practical advice. One thing we could do if we do know our neighbors. Yes. Uh, I think, like for me, for example, if if I saw a suspicious, whether it's black, white, or Hispanic, or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, person walking around. If I, I might reach out to my actual neighbor I know, yeah, right, and say, "Do you have you seen them before? Do you know? Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of group, a lot of neighborhoods have a Facebook group, or yes, or na- uh, next door, uh-huh. next door, yeah. or some other text groups or something. Uh, especially if you're a homeowners association, you would say like, you know, Does, do y'all know someone right. who's right. moving in there, mm-hmm. or are you familiar with something? You know, first, yeah. you can at least try that first, right, before you say, let me just call the police immediately." Right. Exactly. And assume they're a criminal or something. Exactly. Because exactly. if I ask my neighbor and say, hey, did you, have you seen these these two guys like this walking around this house? Mm-hmm. They might say, oh, yeah, I saw them two days ago. And right. they had a construction truck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, they may be, so, okay, I'll just wait and see what happens. Right, right. Not just say immediately it's, it's something uh, right. criminal going on. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I hope I hope that they still a decided to move into that neighborhood. Uh, B, I hope they were welcomed by somebody else other than this guy who initially called the police. And maybe yeah. he'll, maybe he's warmed up. I don't know. I mean, that's not my place to whether or not. But 
they have the right to be there. Yeah. They have the right to be there. They afford it. They're happy. And you, they, again, they just want to be left alone and raise their family if that's what they, if they have kids or what have you. Um, but we got to want to do better. Yeah. You can't just always be calling the police just because I don't like somebody moving into a community that doesn't look like me. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that goes for, um, you know, any, any ethnic group that's coming into another ethnic group, mm-hmm. an ethnic area. Um, yeah, what what can you do before you call the police? Yeah, immediately to say you know I'm gonna use them to evict. <laughs> to, mm-hmm. to, yeah, to that's threat. exactly it. That's it. Yeah. That's the. Uh, I think there is a hashtag that says uh, "Stay mad," and I think uh, <laughs> that's that's probably what the uh, <laughs> that couple's gonna do. That's it. That's exactly. I mean, depending on the type of temperament, this will make me want to move there any more, even more. That's exactly it. We that's moving it. in. Stay mad. Yeah. And I left the apple pie at your front door. That's exactly. <laughs> and I'm coming in on every holiday. I'm bringing every yeah. cousin I don't know, the ones I do know, to turn up. And we turn it a few seconds. We have a call the police on us. Right. Right. <laughs> I ain't done nothing wrong. I keep my music up loud and all this stuff. Just on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But like we say, (laughs) before you call the police, what else can be done? Okay, Daddy, you're a Daddy, just make some dinner.